Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, unique ideas, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. Want to tell the story of your small business? Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today, the startup helping local retailers compete with the big boys online. The story after this. Small business never stops moving, so Dell's U.S.-based small business technology advisors are trained to keep up. Just call 877-BY-DELL to get connected with an advisor who will get to know your business and tailor a solution with Dell PCs powered by Intel Core processors that is right for you. So you can focus on your business and leave the tech questions to Dell. Call 877-BY-DELL to get in touch with a tech advisor today. You don't often find the words business and friendly in the same sentence, let alone the same state, unless, of course, you're talking about Michigan. Michigan's business-friendly practices help to become a leader in industries that range from agribusiness and cybersecurity to aerospace and defense. In fact, Michigan is ranked among the top 10 states for major new and expanded facilities, which makes Michigan more than business-friendly. It makes Michigan business-smart. To learn more, visit michiganbusiness.org, because helping business grow is pure Michigan. How can a small business like a liquor store or pharmacy compete online with e-commerce giants like Amazon? A startup like Pointy, based in Ireland, is helping with a small device and a back office plan. We're joined now by Mark Cummins. He's founder and CEO of Pointy. He's based in Dublin. Mark, explain what Pointy does. So we work with local retailers, um, you know, any store you'd find on Main Street, and we have a device that they connect to their barcode scanner in the store. So they take this little device, it's about the size of a matchbox, they connect it to the barcode scanner, and when they scan any product in the store, the product automatically appears on a website that we create for them. Um, so, you know, if they have thousands of products in the store, all those products automatically get listed on their website, and we work on helping them come up on search engines. So if a local consumer is saying, you know, where can I find this hard-to-find product, instead of just seeing it on, on Amazon and other e-commerce sites, they'll see, oh, I can get it, like, two blocks away, and they might just come into the store and get it. So it's helping level the playing field for the local stores against sort of e-commerce sellers. Explain, Mark, how you came up with the idea. Did you hear lots of feedback from retailers? Uh, well, I actually, I used to work at Google on the search team, and I was at a party one night drinking this very nice craft beer, and <laughs> I could never find that beer again. And I just thought, I work in a search engine company, and this beer is for sale probably like one mile from my house, oh, wow. and the only place I can find is online, and that just seems really crazy. So I was just thinking, how can I help these local stores sort of you know, solve that problem? Um, so that's, that's how it started. And, and what did it take to launch this? Uh, well, we started just talking to retailers, so I just used randomly walk into shops and sort of ask them, you know, <laughs> how could we do it? Um, and we thought about it a while, thought about, you know, how they work and, like, how could we get something that was really, really simple. I mean, the key is, like, I'm talking to retailers, they just don't have any time, right? You know, they're so busy. They've got so much involved in running a small business. So we had to come up with a way that was incredibly friction-free. So the device, you know, they just connect it to the barcode scanner and they don't do anything else. It's just sort of automatic after that. It just automatically sees all the products being scanned and puts them on the website and we sort of deal with, you know, all the SEO and all that kind of thing. So, you know, get, getting, getting that to be really simple is pretty complex on the, on the back end. You know, there was a lot of engineering and obviously we had to hire a team and raise the money and, you know, build a company around it. But that's the essence of it. Wow. All right. So explain, uh, say, how 
uh, a local shop in Dublin where you are can now have greater, I guess, world appear uh, appeal online. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of consumers search for like you know where can I find this product, right? I mean, no one's searching for Coca Cola because they know where it is. Um, but if you're searching for something that's a little bit more difficult to find, I mean, say you want you know, like in my case a particular craft beer, or it might be some health food, or maybe someone's looking for a toy for Christmas, or you know maybe they're looking for a particular bottle of whiskey or something you know makeup. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's a little bit harder to find and you don't know immediately where to go, I mean, most people's instinct is they pull out their phone and they type it in. And, you know, in the past, they might only see Amazon and some other e-commerce sites, but stores that have Pointy installed, they come up in those search results. Um, and, you know, people can see, okay, it's available two blocks away, and then they just can walk into the store and buy it. Um, now, the sort of mechanics of making that happen, I mean, we just, we create all the store pages, and we sort of make sure that they, they rank really well in search results. Um, and that's, that's the essence of it. All right, so... So when a, when a company signs up for Pointy, they're, they're signing up, uh, they get a device for one, I guess, but they also get uh, back office services like, uh, like SEO, for example. Are there different tiers, perhaps, too? Uh, no, there's just there's just one basic service. Uh, we charge the retailer like a one-time fee for the device. It's uh, $299, and there's actually no ongoing fee if they don't want to pay it. Um, so that we create the website for them, we put all the products on it, and we host that forever, uh, indefinitely for free for the retailer. Uh, we do have some sort of premium services if they want, where they can pay for like you know a, an advertising campaign to help reach like you know increase the reach of their site. But uh, the basic service is free, and it just works on search engine optimization. So they get like a you know a certain amount of exposure that way. And if they want to sort of supercharge their exposure, they can sort of pay for pay for some extra, where we'll, we'll run a Google AdWords campaign for them or, or that kind of thing. Gotcha. Oh, so you build the website also? We do. Yeah, we build the whole thing. Okay. Wow. So that's that's new territory for a lot of the the smallest of the small businesses, I would imagine. Yeah, that was actually one of my, my big sort of discoveries. Um, I thought most small retailers would not have a website, and I guess maybe a third don't. But um, I was surprised when I was sort of walking into small local stores that quite a lot of them already did have a website. But they just weren't getting a lot out of it, you know. They 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 might list their opening hours, but they typically weren't listing their products yeah. or their in-store availability, just because it's it's too much work, you know. It's too complex. Um, but a lot of them had spent, you know, in, in some cases thousands of dollars on these websites that really weren't maybe doing that much for them. Well, we're speaking with Mark Cummins. He's the founder and CEO of a startup called Pointy. They're based in Dublin, Ireland. They're a startup that lets local retailers put their available merchandise online so they can be discovered by search engines does the uh, does the device by the way also indicate when something might be out of stock like you referenced the uh, the craft beer before that you were looking for does the can the device go that far yeah so the web pages yeah they have like whether or not the product is in stock uh, or, or out of stock at the moment so you know that's kind of a key uh, question that a lot of consumers have right yeah. so it's like where can i get this near me you know that i want a store that's open and has it in stock wow what's um what would be, I guess, the biggest area for growth at this point for Pointy? Well, the retailer response has actually been amazing. There's retailers in all 50 states uh, using using the system. Um, I think the last two states to join were uh, Alaska and Wyoming recently. Um, and it's kind of across all sectors, you know, so it's everything from hardware stores to, you know, pharmacies, toy stores, you know, even convenience stores, liquor stores, bicycle shops, you know, that, the whole the whole range, really. Um, 
so we're kind of really at this inflection point where it's growing, you know, uh, particularly in the U.S. And, um, you know, I guess we just want to see how far it can go, I guess. Right. Did it take a lot of uh, money to get it started? We definitely had to raise some investment. So we just raised a $6 million round of investment wow. um, from some pretty good people, including the guys who created WordPress, um, Google Maps. and Actually, the co-founder of Microsoft is one of our investors, Paul Allen. Um, yeah, so, so having those people behind you definitely opens some doors. It, it makes it easier to you know, recruit the best engineers, and, and obviously the money um, you need to run a company is, is pretty significant. Are you an entrepreneur by nature, Mark? Oh, this is my second company, so yeah, I guess I am. Where'd that come from? Is it in the family? Yeah, my dad and my granddad both started businesses, so I guess so. What, uh, what, was, the, what was the biggest fear you had when you, when you started your first one? <laughs> you know, I was very, I was a good bit younger. I was almost 10 years younger, and I, I had no real fears. I just had no idea what I was doing, and I just sort of went and, and, and gave it a try. And, and you know, <laughs> it's amazing. That often works. How about uh, how about a mistake you made that you think other entrepreneurs should know about? I think you know you constantly make mistakes all the time, and, and as long as you get the fundamental things right, you can afford to make a lot of mistakes. Um, I mean, one thing I do see other um, entrepreneurs make is it, it, you can get it wrong with the investment if you take on the wrong people. Um, you know. Especially for a high-growth company, you need somebody who, who understands you know, that a company might lose money for a while before it's going to grow. And if you get somebody who's maybe got an accountant mindset, who's your first investor, that can certainly cripple companies. Um, so definitely getting the right people behind you is, is, is mm -hmm. pretty important because that's hard to change. It's a bit like getting married. So, so along those lines, your skills are what versus the skills that you lack that you need support for? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I'm sort of an engineer, and I guess I'm an entrepreneur. But you have to build a whole team around you, right? You have to have this sort of incredible set of talents in in all these different positions. Um, you know, what do we we lack? I mean, certainly, you know, marketing and sales was was completely new to me, and okay. sort of so building up the teams to do that was you know, you know a lot of learning. Um, but really, you know, you, you need dozens of different kinds of talents, and so I think hiring the right people is the most important thing you can do. Mm. How old is uh, Pointy at this point? We're almost four years old now. Wow. So if, if somebody came along and made a big offer to buy you out, do you take it at this point? Well, this is like my second business, right? So we sold the first business, but I mean, this time around, I kind of think we're doing something that can be a large, enduring sort of standalone company. Um, you know, local retail isn't going away despite all the doom and gloom you hear. It's like 91% of retail spending is brick and mortar. You see people like Amazon, you know, doing Whole Foods. They're getting more involved in offline. Alibaba in China just did an equivalent deal to Whole Foods. I think a lot of people have like not paid attention to brick and mortar retail mm. uh, from a technology point of view. So I think we can build like a really significant company by just giving local retailers the tools they need to sort of fight back against the e-commerce giants. So I want to build you know an enduring company around that. Interesting. What about uh, acquisitions? You mean us acquiring other companies? Yeah. Uh, and we're probably not really at the stage where we could think about that yet, but you know, I guess someday. And then. Uh I guess when you when you started pulling this together, uh, scratching out ideas on paper, was there an area of growth that you didn't anticipate when you started talking to the retailers? Did you have one idea and then some of them started saying, that's great, however, we would also need, I don't know, X, Y, Z? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think we, we didn't, you know, you definitely don't. Um, one of the things I was surprised by was the number of retailers who already had websites. I kind of thought that we'd be the first website for a lot of them. So, uh-huh. so that was different to what I expected. Um, we had a, a quite a good uptake initially from pharmacies. Like I really didn't, wasn't expecting that, but like it kind of fit, fit very well with their business model. Mm. Uh, you know, liquor stores were surprisingly sort of receptive as well, wow. which I guess makes sort of sense. But um, there's, there's, yeah, that you learn a lot as you go along. Yeah, there's definitely things you, I didn't expect, but um, there was no sort of massive aha moment. I think it was just like little, little, little learnings. Thanks, Mark. Mark Cummins, founder and CEO of Pointy. That's P-O-I-N-T-Y based in Dublin, Ireland. When shopping for car insurance, consider this. Geico has been saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. So if you're serious about savings, it's simple. Go to geico.com. After 75 years, they know how to save you money. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website, which is This Morning with GordonDeal.com. That is also where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's, by the way, how we just feature the company Pointy. Again, gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.